the Sports Gambling Podcast Network and the Inside Vegas Podcast are brought to you by MyBookie. MyBookie.ag is the official online sportsbook of the Inside Vegas Podcast and the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. Props, parlays, in-game wagering, MyBookie.ag has it all. And if you sign up using the promo code SGP50, you'll receive a 50% deposit bonus today. Play, win, and get paid at mybookie.ag. Sports Gaming Podcast Network and Inside Vegas are also brought to you by Amazon. You probably already shop at Amazon. Who doesn't? But why not shop at Amazon and support the Sports Gaming Podcast Network and Inside Vegas? All you have to do is log on to sportsgamingpodcast.com slash Amazon, bookmark that link, and use it every time you shop at Amazon to support the podcast today. And you can always get an Inside Vegas fresh tea, college experience, Sports Gaming Podcast, and Sports Gaming Podcast merch are always available on sportsgamingpodcast.com slash Amazon. back for another episode of Inside Vegas and we are leaving Vegas and we are going to the Seven Kingdoms for this episode. Where else will we talk about it? There is so many props out there. Literally, I don't want to say as many as the Super Bowl, but for the biggest night in television history, the biggest finale of what I would call all time, books are not shy and opening just about everything. I absolutely love it. We are welcoming on Ryan McKee. We talked uh, to Ryan for the Gamblers Winter episode, and Game of Thrones was something that we brought up as a show that has captivated gamblers for a variety of reasons. One of which, obviously, being the fact that you can pretty much bet on this show as you go. And so, I think it was a perfect fit and kind of send off for the show for Inside Vegas to break it down one last time. We are going to go over every single prop. We are going to go over our thoughts of the show as a whole why it's been able to captivate the gambling audience so much, what we believe will happen in the finale. We talk about the upcoming prequel, if we think Game of Thrones will come back, and of course what we think will happen in the biggest finale in history. And again, you know, Ryan, the editor of sportsgamblingpodcast.com, putting out amazing content. Please go check us out. I have um, a new written piece up there. There's uh, the golf major coming up, new piece out there. There's DFS daily. So much amazing content being put out by all of our writing team. And Ryan really is the brains behind that. So can't thank him enough for coming on and taking time out of his busy schedule. Been in the television business virtually what seems like forever for the guy. I can't be happier for him or for where he's ended up at the Late Late Show, being the senior digital producer of that show. So it was a great fit. I hope you guys enjoy it. I hope you guys play some props on this, have some fun with it, have a rooting interest, and hopefully this turns out a lot better than when we talk about this next time than the Oscars episode. We need to have it tell all of how everybody lost everything. So enjoy it. This is Ryan McKee, editor of Sports Gaming Podcast and senior digital producer of The Late Late Show. And now joining me on the Inside Vegas Podcast to talk all things Game of Thrones, editor of the content side at sportsgamblingpodcast.com, Ryan McKee. How is everything in your world, my friend? Oh, it's great, except for Game of Thrones, but everything else is good. I love that you said that because I feel like a lot of people are uh, very split on this. Some people are loving it, uh, maybe by design of just by default. I think you're kind of conditioned when you've been watching it for this long to love it because it's been so good up until this point. But tell me why you um, have not been loving this season of Game of Thrones. I mean, I understand that uh, D&D have to get to like a certain number of things in a short amount of uh, episodes, but it just seems like they're really rushing through everything just to get to the end and like just skipping a bunch of, you know, steps in character development to 
you know, just huge jumps in us believing that Danny is going to go from, you know, risking everything to save humanity against the Night King to turn around and like two episodes later, just level a city just because why not? Do you just think that she's mad that her nephew wouldn't fuck her the night before? <laughs> I love that he said that. So I guess, yeah, that's the point, right? So, you know, Stanza, Aria, everyone telling, you know, kind of, you know, what she said, there's eight people putting Varys on trial, eight people that know um, about it. Was that kind of the catalyst when John literally wouldn't have sex with the night before? And that is why, you know, she said, uh, what, is that all I am to you? You're queen. Do you think that that is what we're supposed to be led to believe turned her into the quote unquote mad queen? I mean... I guess I, I think it's probably, I guess the, the creators would argue that it's a confluence of a lot of things, you know, you know, watching Miss Andy get killed, watching, uh, her, you know, her second dragon be killed, uh, you know, John betraying her, Tyrion continually like letting her down. Um, you know, I mean, the list goes on and she, she's had a, a rough run since she's been in Westeros. You know, the people of the North didn't like her. You know, she's constantly getting side eye from Sansa. That that'll really, you know, make you mad. <laughs> yep. So I don't know. I is, but it's just it's hard to see her. I mean, at the beginning of the season, I got her at plus three hundred. I think to. Uh, win the Iron Throne, and I just don't see her sitting on it at the end at this point. Not after that performance. Yeah, she has definitely made her heel turn. She is definitely, I think, in everyone's eyes, the next, you know, she, I don't think people are expecting her to survive. Just, I mean, maybe the show ends in in uh you know that way of whatever but um there's a lot to dig into here so let's talk about that i believe you know when at that time um when we talked last time talking about game of thrones we did the gambling winter episode i told you i took some brand uh three to one he was all the way up to eight to one he is now the favorite basically minus 110 um around so what do you see uh kind of you know everything you've read everything you believe personally um, does that is that warranted? How do you? I guess we'll we'll kind of break this down from an odds perspective. But I want to keep you know kind of take Bran out of it, take all the odds out of it. Let's say odds aside, who do you think and who do you let's say want uh, sitting on the Iron Throne at the series end? Whew. Um. Uh, honestly, I think at this point, I would say I want John to. He seems, you know, there's this. A trope in fantasy where, you know, the person who doesn't want to be the hero, who doesn't want to be the savior is the one who ends up being the savior, right? Like, you know, I'm not big into Harry Potter or anything, but that's <laughs> certainly like, you know, one of Harry Potter's things and everything he's up for it and blah, blah, blah. And um, so I do think that John fits the bill to do that. But I mean, in a way, I suppose Brand does. Well. I mean, he just, he's outwardly said he doesn't, I mean, he has given up all his lineage. He's given up being a human. Um, so maybe he fits it too. But I, I, I really think that uh, Sansa, I see Sansa as the safest bet right now for somehow. You think that Sansa sits on the Iron Throne at the end? I do. Tell me why. Maybe, I don't know if it's the Iron Throne anymore, but yeah, whatever that is. I think that um, when we look at who is the most powerful now after Danny, 
you'd have to say, look at Jon Snow, um, as far as those people who will follow him. And I really don't, I, I just don't see him, I don't see them ending it with him winning. And I don't know, I feel like he's going to die killing Danny or something like that. It's going to be something very you know, bittersweet like that. And then who would have the most p- power? It's definitely Sansa. And she, they've been setting her up to be a ruler from really season one. They, you know, she wanted to be a queen from the very first episode. And now it's because she thought she was going to marry a king. But, you know, obviously uh, that quite didn't work out. Um, and then she, you know, she was studying. She had like very close uh, view of Cersei ruling for a while. You know, learned a lot of tricks from Littlefinger, learned how to be devious as hell from Ramsay. Um, I don't know. I mean, I think she's probably the most qualified at this point. Can I tell you my outlandish theory of what's about to happen? Sure. The way that I see this going down is by default until there is inevitably this Jon Snow, uh, Daenerys battle that I think we're going to see. By default, she is the ruler if, you know, right now, right? Mm-hmm. In my estimation, because of what she views that Stanza and Arya and everyone there, um, not say Tyrion, but you saw what she did uh, with Valera. So look, to me, she is probably going to, I want to say come after, but I would say charge uh, uh, Stanza, charge Arya with something, some form of treason. Um, and that would be the point when John's family is in danger, that he has to reveal himself to be who he is. There is no doubt in my mind that this show is going to end um, with him not saying that. He he is going to reveal that to the world. I think it has to, uh, because he just has to be in the dire straits necessary to do that. And now the biggest thing that I have seen, the overwhelming theme is the quote of, have you ever thought that the person best fit to rule is the one that does not want it? Now, John has said yeah. time and time again, he does not want it. However, when we look at, you know, again, going back to the odds and kind of what I said last time, do you, you know, it, when we look at this, to me, Bran has a, a couple of avenues to do here. I think that he is not going to step up himself. I think that maybe, you know, if, you know, well, let's break this down from an odds perspective because I think that that makes a bunch of sense. But do you see that as a possibility of the one way that John would have to reveal his true identity before we break down all the odds? Oh yeah, I mean, I definitely can see him revealing his true identity. That's I I agree with that. All right, so let's let's do this. There is so much. This Game of Thrones episode is so big. There are so many odds out there. This is almost you know kind of Super Bowl level uh, type of stuff. So let's just kind of go top to bottom. You know, round robin. We'll break this down uh, from an odds perspective. I think that's kind of the best way to do it. Um, okay. Would you you know before we even get to that, would you say that there is you know, do you think that John ends up killing, you know, you said that you think that he dies trying to do so. Um, how do you kind of see it before even, you know, we only talked about the winner. How do you see it kind of getting to that point when we declare it and kind of, you know, what would be your, your version of what you think would happen in the last episode for the series finale before I uh, get to all the odds? Oh, just kind of, uh, just top to bottom. What I think the, yeah, just you know, uh, kind of the well, overwhelming kind of plot points and what you think will happen in the last episode. Well, I mean, I guess it's going to open with uh, Daenerys as Queen of the Ashes um, with her Unsullied and the Dothraki cheering her on, which 
How are there still Dothraki? I don't even understand. That. I thought they all died in that first charge, but I guess I guess they were holding Sam back. Um, and they're going to be cheering her. She is going to have to come after Tyrion. She's going to know that he betrayed her with Jamie. That now that Jamie suddenly had disappeared as a prisoner. Right. So I think there's a good chance she kills him. Maybe uh, you know with uh, Drogon. Uh, firing him up like he did Barris. Um and then yeah, I mean I guess you're right. I do think She has to come next, after the Starks, I think. She has to at this point I I guess at this point John is still relatively okay in her eyes, but as far as he's concerned, there's no way he can follow what her after what he just saw. Mm-hmm. He's going to have to come after her in some way, I think, or he's going to retreat back to the north when he does that. She's going to come after them back north. Yeah, I mean, it's got to be Stark versus Daenerys go down for the final battle. How it goes down, I don't I have no idea. Yeah, so again, kind of building on my theory here, I completely agree with you. That's what this is building toward. It's, it's John versus Nereus in the end. Um, it, I just don't see her with what she just did. I don't think they can end a show like that. Now, there have been some comparisons made by the show writers that they would compare the, the series finale to uh, The Sopranos. It's going to be, I think it's going to let a lot of people down. I even think the episode might not be as action-packed, but that's always been the kind of call to arms for Game of Thrones, right? The second to last episode is usually the action, and then the, is the, the biggest battle, battle the bastards and the last episode oh, yeah. is the fallout so um let's break this down odds wise man brand stark even money favorite john snow plus 175 sansa plus 250 denarius four to one Tyrion five to one Jenry nine uh, nine to one aria 12 to one john and denarius's child 20 to one samuel tarley 33 to one and davos is uh 50 to one Tell me anyone of value there. I think that in the end this is this is very simple to me i think that in the end this is going to come down to I believe John ends up killing Daenerys. I believe he ends up using the trust because he is Targaryen to kill the dragon is kind of a, let's call it weapons of mass destruction kind of, this isn't safe for anyone. Um, and there's a couple props hung on that on, you know, over under 0.5 dragons killed that we'll get into. But when we look at this, you know, just at the end from who will rule, um, a lot of different people will have different claims here. And I think that this is going to be the perfect fallout. There could be some type of council. There could be something that has to elect because John, John's going to be offered the throne. I completely, assuming he wins the battle against Daenerys that I think that he will um you know so will he accept it will he not that's going to be kind of the betting angle here if he says yes even though he doesn't want it plus 175 is a great bet uh why do you think that Bran is favored is that just the inside information that's kind of leaked and you know people making their own theories or kind of how do you see this odds board shaking out from a leader perspective if you need me to go over anyone let me know I mean I'm still baffled at why I mean Bran's been the favorite since before the season started Yep. So it has to have been some information leaked because nothing was like po- necessarily overwhelmingly pointing in his direction and is still not. So I don't know. I mean, I, f- I feel like something got out. Yeah. I mean, th- those have been the kind of the Reddit posts, the, go- the you know, there was somebody who leaked an episode prior. Uh, so I-, I think that that is when you're talking about, you know, kind of quote unquote value, the value I would say is gone off of brand. That is kind of your betting. I want to say Oscars level information that didn't work out last time, but that is purely 
the I don't even say if I would call it sharp. It, it is just the the that number to me is only there because of the stuff off the screen and everything like that. From a pure odds perspective, I think that that number is really really low, and he should probably be the you know I would have loved for him to be you know when he was eight to one that long shot that has the chance just because I, I said this last time when we talked I think uh, it's almost a demotion for him. I think that he's going to have some work to do to kind of whatever it is, magic, help rebuild the city, rebuild the wall that is now broken. There is a lot of things unsettled up north, so he's going to have a lot to do. Um, and I don't think that he would ever outwardly say, I want this throne. He would probably say, I don't want it as well. But you have to take a look at, at it when there's that type of steam, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you would. I would definitely put some money on it. Just, you know, if you're going to bet some money, I, I, I would hedge with Bran. Is Genry nine to one that we talked about last time kind of the, you know, could be Cersei's child. There's that um, kind of fan theory out there. There's so much that goes into Genry, who is now a lord. Nine to one worth a bet. And Arya, I'll throw her in there at 12 to one too, just because of everything you talked about. I would say Arya is worth throwing a little money on, but Genry, I think that's just throwing it away. I mean, I don't, I don't think it matters even if he is Cersei's son at this point. I mean, she's gone. I mean, it, that whole house is gone. Yeah. All right. So I, I don't know. I mean, he's and, and look, I mean, just look at what he did. Even when he was made a lord, he immediately went and uh, proposed to uh, Arya. He didn't, you know, he didn't even read the room. She was like shooting arrows at him and he proposed like that's not he's. Yeah. Again, he's not leading. A lot of these are very much correlated, but let's just go through them kind of rapid fire. Anything else you want to kind of talk about before we straight deep dive into these odds about this season or the, I mean, we have the prelude to the show upcoming. And I think that there's, you know, the potential to bring the show back maybe a much, much you know, further down the line, but anything of note that you kind of want to talk about before we straight deep dive into these odds? No, nah, I think let's, let's get into it. All right, man. Who will die first? Which Stark? Arya, minus 200 favorite, Sansa, plus 160, or Bran at six to one? You, I think you'd have to go with Arya. She's going to be the one that puts herself in danger, the most danger. Mm-hmm. Is there a chance Tyrion uh, diso, or I don't say disobeys, but uh, is after his own agenda, after seeing what just happened and uses whatever leverage he can to become his own self and, and kind of, you know, say dupe, but lead Sansa in a situation, much like we just saw Cersei and, J- and Jamie, where she ends up dying that way. It's kind of the only way I can see Sansa dying right now. She's not even there. I mean, he, Sansa could die just with, you know, if, if, if Danny wants to fly back to the North because she's on this, total crazy wrath now. I mean, Sans is the first person she's going to go after, so I, I could definitely see that Which happening. I think is going to happen. I think I don't even think it's she's going to come with the dragon and level Winterfell. I think she's going to send people and bring them for, you know, some type of treason type of, the same thing that just happened with Varys and Tyrion, you know? Yeah, and I mean, I think at this point she's just seeing blood and fire, so I think she would just go level Winterfell if, if, that's, if it came to that. Yeah. Uh, will Arya Stark marry Gendry? Yes is 10 to 1. No, minus 400. No way. That's I wouldn't put, I would not bet on yes. She, uh, you know, she said from the very first episode that she's no lady. <laughs> I agree, man. Uh, will Gendry be confirmed as the son of Cersei Lannister? Yes, plus 550. 
No, minus 1,000. And I mean, before I give it to you, I want to say that I think that yes deserves a little bit of a, uh, let's say, a sprinkle here just because I really think that John does not want the throne. And I think that when they offer it to him, they are going to look at what everyone's true kind of lineage, bloodline is, everything. And I think that somebody is either going to say Gendry is this or he isn't this. And if that is the case, I think you can do a lot worse than a little sprinkle at plus 550 for yes. Uh, I I guess I don't even understand that theory. How is how is he supposed to be her son? So the way that it goes is jet. So if you look at the um, prophecy, Gendry is the he was born. Oh man, it was he was known as the bastard son of Cersei's deceased husband, Robert Baratheon. The theory claims that in season one, during the second episode, The King's Road, Cersei visits Caitlyn Stark at the vigil bedside of her son, Bran, who Jaime attempted to murder. Sorry, I got to pull this, this back up. I was reading the first part of it. And she offered up her sympathies to Caitlyn and spoke of her firstborn son, black-haired beauty, who died shortly after birth. But what if he was still alive? The theory goes that in the fourth episode, Ned finds out that John talked to Gendry before he died about his mother. Gendry said his mother was a blonde. I think it's possible Cersei faked her son's death, who is Gendry, and sent him away so that the rightful heir to the throne will be the child of her and Jamie, which is the then not born yet Joffrey. All of Gendry's memory from his mother is her yellow hair. This is the only thing memory that he has. We all know that Robert didn't know about Gendry's existence, which makes sense because Gendry is the son he thought he lost. Gendry grew up in Flea Bottom, however, managed to land a job as an apprentice with the most prestigious armor in right. King's Landing. This would have been costly, and we are told that the donor paid double, once for the training and once for Tobo's silence, so he could have been arranged on Cersei's orders. I mean, I didn't... I hadn't really read that theory, so yeah, when you read it like that, like that definitely sounds like it would be worth putting a little money on. I agree. Next one. This is probably one of my favorites here. Will Jon Snow kill Daenerys Targaryen? Yes, minus 200. I think you lay that. Uh, and no is plus 175. Yeah, I think you lay that. I agree with you. She can't roll, right? I, I think that the only way she, she is, you know, John is the only person that I think that if he almost kind of played the Tyrion card of, you know, the, you know, built that trust back and maybe he has to bang his aunt one more time, I think that he can get in close enough, uh, kill her. And then I think he can kill the dragon who will trust him because he's Targaryen. Yeah. I, mean, I almost think that there's a world where he doesn't have to kill the dragon. Is like, is there a way he can bind the dragon to him instead of her, you know? Yeah, I mean, he is what they say, what uh, Targaryens are the only ones who could ever ride a dragon. Right. And that was the whole right. theory of Tyrion. So I think he could be the only I think he is the only one I see being able to really get close enough to kill her and then deal with the dragon. Yeah. Uh, will Daenerys survive the final season or the final, I guess, episode at this point? But yes, plus 350. No, minus 200. Wow. I mean, it's not looking good for her, <laughs> but I kind of like, I mean, I do kind of like it at a plus 300, but if you're gonna, if you think she's going to survive, you might as well just put your money on her ending up on the throne, right? Yeah, Which is what, plus, plus 400? 400? Yep, exactly. So yeah, I wouldn't waste your time with that, but if you think she's going to live. Will Jon Snow survive the final episode? Yes. Minus 350, no plus 225. 
I mean, John's been a tragic figure all along. He's been trying to die since he died the first time. <laughs> He's, I think it's unlikely he lives. You really think that? I really do. I think that he makes what he helped wrong uh, by bringing Daenerys to power. I think he ends that. And then I think once offered the throne, he says no. And then I think he goes north. Um, and what he finds there may not be very good and it will be a broken wall. Um, I mean, that's going to be something that needs to be fixed. I think he is almost this character that is doesn't want what everyone else wants. He wants to be this noble warrior and everything like that. And now that he knows kind of who he is, I guess, number one, have you seen kind of a change in that character once he has found that out? And, you know, the way that he's told people or the way that he's acted since then, has it changed anything for you in his mind? Um, But I think that he, one, is going to have to reveal that to the world when this situation comes to a head of them trying to kill or Daenerys trying to kill every part of his family within the Starks. Um, But how do you kind of see that one? Well, I, you know, I did read a theory with him where it would be a thing where he would come out as his true self, but then not want it. And then, right, go back to the Night's Watch as, uh, what was it, Master Eamon who did that because he didn't want the throne to. And so as a way of going back to the Night's Watch, he could give up his claim and just go back and be happy in the North with, you know, uh, with ghost. Um, but in a way, is there any need for the night's watch anymore? Now that the, that's night the thing, King, right? I mean, they're like all friendly with the wildlings and the night King is done. Like, I don't see the point of the night's watch anymore. I'm glad you brought that up because what the, what I feel is going to happen is when we talk about, so let me pull this up because I think it's a great piece. I, uh, to talk about here. And it's basically talking about the show's creators talking about, um, how they liken the C- the series finale to those of the Sopranos. And do you want me to read you a theory? I don't want to spoil it for you. And I can kind of tiptoe around it and not give away too no. much. Just what about the, what they said? Yeah, I'm not, I, I'm not worried about you spoiling anything. Go ahead. All right. So showrunners DB West and David Benoff have previously compared the Game of Thrones ending to that of The Sopranos, which ended on an unsettling and abrupt cut to black with no definitive closure at all. If Game of Thrones has ended on so much death, uh, only for no one to know exactly what happens, this is going to be one hell of a ride. The point that they are trying to make is that once everything is over, John could return north and discover signs that White Walkers still exist north. Then it would feel like every heroic act these past eight seasons was for nothing if White Walkers still exist. The theory basically go on goes on to say he would return north, he would find a bunch of wildlings dismembered in the White Walkers symbol the same way they found the children in that crypt that time. And that would be kind of their Sopranos moment of, we do, after all that, we don't know if the White Walkers are really dead and, and kind of so on. What do you think about that? I mean, I don't know. I feel like that's that's too much to happen in the last episode. That means he, he still has to, I mean, he kills Daenerys and goes back up north and finds the white. I mean, I guess. Well, you're, I mean, you're forgetting it's, it's what, an hour and a half, number one. And number two, this is not going to be a battle scene. This is going to be mostly political outside of what I would, you know, the final stare down or, or whatever you want to call it between the two of them. And then this literally is, has to tie a bow in an hour and 30, whatever it is, maybe it's 40, even 45. It's the longest episode they've ever done. I, I do know that. Um, so I, I think there is time to do that. It's probably one in, you know, seven eighths of, um, their normal time. Um, so I think that there's definitely a world that they could at least, you know, it doesn't even have to be long, maybe a minute. And it's just 
showing John walking back up north and, and there he sees it. Yeah, I, I suppose there's time for it, but there's been no seeds planted to, uh, at least in the actual context of the series, not the creators talking about it, but like what signs have there been like that they're able to be White Walkers without the Night King? Well, so uh, correct me if I'm wrong here. I I'm, I'm, have not gone into the weeds like you, but White Walkers and the other term are completely different. The White Walkers, I think, are the only those created by the Night King, and the other term for it is everyone else, right? Well, there's the White Walkers, and then there's the Whites, which whites, is W-I-G-H-T. So the White Walkers died, but the Whites, I believe, are not connected to him, thus would have survived. Well, he, no, but the way they explain it, he created, he created every, all the, he created all the white walkers who then they can create whites. And so if you kill a white walker, all their whites would then also fall. But if you kill, I mean, the top of the pyramid, essentially, right. Then they all died. Now, is there a, Night Queen, I yep. maybe I don't know, or there's some kind of power that's equal to the Night King up there. I just they, this is like nothing. I, I don't know. I, I I can't think of any clues that would suggest that. All right. So that would just be like a total out of the blue, like and fuck there, you, we're gonna do this at the end. Yeah. Well, so let's talk about that because the prequel is coming now. Is the prequel? What do you see the prequel being in theory and, and kind of what do you think can you can kind of pick out of those, you know, from what you assume that to be and place it towards handicapping these odds? I mean, I think the, I mean, the prequel is going to explain the children of the forest and the origins of like, I, I believe further go into the origins of why they felt the need to create the Night King when they were fighting the first men. Yep. Um, but I don't know how that would I mean, it's possible that yes, that we learn in the prequel, we would then learn that there was much more to uh, the White Walkers than just the Night King because of what the children of the forest created. but I I, I don't know. like I, it doesn't seem. Likely again, they didn't plant those ideas when they actually when we actually did see the children of the forest in the the tree with Bran and up you know beyond the wall. Uh, they didn't you know they had him gave her they gave Bran that vision and he saw her actually create the Night King. Uh, so I don't know why they wouldn't they didn't hint towards any other powers of that magnitude. I think that everyone is looking for so much closure in this episode, um, in, in this series finale. I feel like as if no one is going to get it and all of these theories, you're going to have to wait till the prequel that will show you, you know, when you talk about the, what, R plus L equals J, you talk about every theory that's out there that Ned is reincarnated, whatever fan theory you have read. There, I think that you're not going to get closure here. And that this is going to be the way that they hook you into watch the prequel, which anyone's, which everyone's going to do anyway. But all of those will only be able to be explained in the prequel, and it will be mostly an exploration of those theories and improving them right or wrong. What do you think about that? Um, 
mean, imagine a whole episode of R plus L equals J or whatever theory is out there, right? Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, I don't, honestly, I don't feel like D and D are, are thinking that way. I feel like they're just trying their darndest to just get to the end of this. I don't think they're thinking of like, how could we set up the prequel? Okay. I mean, personally, I just feel like they've gotten so, they got so burnt out with dealing with George R.R. Martin, dealing with the budgets, dealing with the actors. Um, it just seems like they're just trying to get to the end of this and tie it up best they can. All right. Let's go back to the odds. Last character to speak in the series finale. Bran, plus uh, 170. Samuel Tarly, 2 to 1. Tyrion, 4 to 4.5 to 1. Jon Snow, plus 750. Davos, 9 to 1. Sansa, 13 to 1. Bronn, 17 to 1. Arya, 21 to 1. Uh, Grey Worm, 26 to 1. Daenerys, 34 to 1. Anything on that one of note? Or what would you lean with, I should say? Whew, I feel like, personally, I would put a little money on Danny um, because why not? If she's gonna, if there's any chance that she lives, and I think there is, because if they're, if 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 they are comparing the finale to the Sopranos finale, I could see like Danny sitting on the throne, and she's just killed pretty much everybody, and you don't, you know, like just like with Tony sitting with all that power, even though he knows that he's going to have to constantly look over his shoulder for the rest of his life. If he didn't die in that moment, who knows? Um, so yeah, I could see Danny. I mean, with those odds, you might as well. And then hedge it with the brand because geez, he's, it just seems like somebody knows something uh, with how good his odds are. All right. A lot of these are not two-way markets. Again, there, there are so many props out there, but um, so I'm not going to have the other side of no or, you know, yes, no, whatever. But um, tell me if you like any of these. Jon Snow to eventually ride north of Castle Black. Yes, plus 110. Uh, no. All right. The Iron Throne will be destroyed. Plus 130. Yes, I do like that. I mean, wasn't it, wasn't it kind of already, was it not already destroyed? Forgive my, I, my ignorance, like, but it wasn't a scene that was shown, I guess, right? Yeah, you would have think they would have showed it, but the, the Red Keep is certainly... No, because Cersei got out of it, right? And they never showed it kind of falling, I guess? Maybe that's where, because, you know, um, Cersei, or not Cersei, Daenerys didn't burn it because that's where she's going to sit. I mean, we saw the Red Keep like crumbling, right? I so, mean, we saw some, you know, stuff fall as her and Gregor and her hand and and all that type of stuff. But I don't think that we actually saw the Iron Throne fall or or, or that fall, you know? Yeah. Um. I mean, I could, I could see if if I think yes is a push at worst, right? Or I'm sorry, I think that no. If man, I don't know. That's a tough one. I think that you can get a. I think it's a push either if you bet yes. I think it's a push at worst, right? Because it, it's either already destroyed. I guess you would yeah. lose in that aspect, though, huh? I mean, I, that would just be a stay away for me. Yeah. Uh, Tyrion to be executed, plus 140. I would take that. Yeah, I think he's definitely... I think Danny's going to kill him. I see. I go back and forth. That, to me, is the toughest bet on this board. I think that... There is a moment in this episode coming up where she wants to kill everyone and John saves the world. And uh, I don't know. Are you, are you a bleeding heart Tyrion guy? Tell me. 
I mean, I loved Tyrion for most of the series, but he's just, they have turned him into making so many mistakes. He seems like such a fool. I, I don't know. I think, I think he's gone. All right. The phrase, you win or you die when you play the Game of Thrones, will be said, plus 250. Yes, I would take that. Mm. Arya to kill Daenerys, three to one. I don't think there's any way. I don't think they have her kill the Night King and Danny. Grey Worm rides a dragon, uh, plus 430. No way. I mean, there's... Uh, they've said throughout the entire series and throughout the whole books that it's only Targaryens that can ride dragons. A little bit of a almost parlay here. Stanza to rule Westeros, Samwell Tarly as Hand of the King, and Bran Stark as Lord of Winterfell, plus 475. Ooh, actually, I do like that. Tell me why. Well, I already said I like Sansa to rule at the end as good odds. And, I mean... Samuel would be the obvious choice as her hand. He's like the smartest guy in the North. And then that would leave Bran, though he doesn't want it. Um, who else would there be to, to be in the North, right? Yep. Arya will kill Daenerys wearing Jon Snow's face. Plus 550. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> right? I'm, That's I'm going deep one. with you, right? She, so I think that a lot of people, again, there's a lot of theories out there uh, that she would have used that more leading up until this. She would have used it to kill Cersei as Jamie. She would have used it to do a bunch of different things. And she has not pulled that bag of tricks out of her tool belt yet. I mean, that would mean that John dies. Can she you only, can you only, if, she kills the, yeah, can yeah, you only you wear a face you kill? Face. Yeah. Yes. You only wear face you kill. Or that you, you know, stole from the, you know, from the faceless man when she was there. So, I mean, hey, I, that's a great theory, but I don't see that happening. All right. A uh, couple more here. Sansa kills Daenerys 17 to 1. No way. There's, like, she didn't even, when they give her a knife, she didn't know what even went to do with it. Sticking with the she pointy said, end. Did you get that? Yeah, exactly. That, did you read all about um, kind of how it was always pointing to Arya being the one who killed the Night King? Uh, yeah, yeah, I, I did, but I didn't see that coming. What do you think about that episode? And what do you think about Arya being the one to kill the Night King? Before I break into the rest of the odds, because there's a lot more out there and we're going to break through them. I mean, I, I was absolutely stoked when she did when i mean that was my favorite part of the episode um i mean i Arya at this point is my favorite character um so why do you and, say that her just her journey has been the most interesting to me for her to you know watch her father or pretty much to i guess she didn't watch it but she was in the crowd watching her father to then you know travel from you know, turning posing as a boy to going over to the faceless men. I mean, the faceless men, those, those are, those dudes are like the freaking best. Um, and then she's just trained to be a killer this whole time. So it does make sense that she would kill the night King. Yeah. I mean, who is a better killer in Westeros than her at this point? The, 
for her, you know, I mean, obviously people could overpower her, I suppose, but. What does the white horse mean to you, to me? There's a lot of theories out there. Um, you know, when you talk about the prophecy of the prince that was promised, some, some theories out there say would ride on a white horse and she is that prince to me. It means one thing. Pestilence, it means that she is death, which personifies everything that you say. What was your theory on the either who has reincarnated this horse to help her? Uh, was it um, uh, Bron kind of helping her, you know, after he died, helping her back? Or, or what is, you know, there's so many theories about those, this mythical white horse that is clearly more than a horse. Um, or, or even some people think it's just a horse, and there's even odds on that um, that I'll break into. But what do you think that the um, meaning of the horse is? I gotta be honest. I have not got into the meaning of the horse. I, I, I don't know. What do you think? You tell me what you think, man. There, I think that the white horse symbolizes that she is death. I think that she is the, whatever you want to call it, face of fear. She is the, she is the bringer of death in this world. I've seen so many different types of theories on kind of who that is. Um, let me ask you this. When you saw it, what did you, did you even think twice? Did you think it was just a random horse, uh, that was coming out there or what did you think? I mean, at that point in the episode, I was like, I was so exhausted with everything that had happened and, uh, you know, there were so many convenient little things with, like Euron happened to wash up on the shore at the same time Jamie was there, yep. you know? So by that time I was like, sure, there's a, a horse for her ready to go. Why not? I mean, it didn't phase me. Let's talk about that. What did you make of Euron saying, I'm the man who killed Jamie Lannister? <laughs> I mean, I Is mean, it delusion? Like, what did you think? I think he's the king of irrational confidence. <laughs> this made me laugh. I mean, that's, that was him from the get go. He's a walking, you know, I think someone described him as a walking dick joke. He, he's just like all, you know, he's just com a complete confidence right until the end. You gotta love that. Living the character. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I guess you really gotta do. You really do. Um, Game of Thrones has strongly presented white horses as the animals of heroes on the show. Ned Stark rode a white horse in season one. Cal Drogo gifted Daenerys a white horse at the beginning of this series. Um, and as Arya miraculously emerges from the ashes, she spots a white horse. People have speculated that it was the same horse that Harry Strickland, the leader of the Golden Company, was riding before his forces were easily diminished by Daenerys's dragon. Now it is her means to leave this burning place, and some fans are even theorizing Arya's brother Bran, who was noticeably absent from the episode, warged into the horse and sent it to save her. Oh, yeah. Wow. <laughs> I like that. I like him warging into the horse. Is that it. a little, I mean, when has he, has he ever warged into anything to do anything other than tell a story though? That's my, like, we've never seen, people have gotten almost so theory happy here that I'm not sure. I, I think, think people are really making leaps and bounds on an episode that has been largely, dare I say, or not even episode, a season that has been largely predictable. What do you think? Um, I mean, to answer your first question, yeah, he, he would warg into his direwolf all the time. That's true. Um, yep. Very true. And he wargs into ravens to go watch the battle. Um, 
yeah, I mean, you always like they almost they would always show like the eyes do a little like white thing when he would warg into an animal. Yeah, his so eyes roll back the, and he turns blue and whatever. That's why people thought he was the Night King. Yeah, exactly. So that made me think. I mean, it's kind of a far stretch that he would, you know, uh, that they would do that with every other animal he warged into, and they didn't do it here, but. I don't know, it's a fun theory, but I don't put much stock in it. And yeah, I, I could, I like the running theme of heroes riding the horse. And, you know, maybe is Arya is like the prince who was promised or whatever is the savior. So, hey, I mean, sprinkle a little money on her. She's got, <laughs> maybe she is the last person standing. Yeah. All right, man. Last couple here, because these are my absolute favorites. And I'd be remiss if I didn't even talk about them here. Method in which Daenerys dies. Sword or dagger, minus 175. Survives, plus 150. Axe, plus 800. Hanging, 10 to 1. Takes her own life, 10 to 1. Arrow, 16 to 1. Physical force, I mean, God bless these odds makers, 20 to 1. Poison, 22 to 1. And fire, 66 to 1. Well, she can't die by fire. Yep. That's why it's probably 66 to 1. <laughs> I'm surprised they even made that. Um... Uh, I mean, I get. Uh, What's I, ice, right? Fire and ice. Right. <laughs> um, so there's nothing really it, there that has to do with ice, I would say, but it's not as if, again, my theory well, of John killing her is not going to hold weight if he, he can't uh, ice block her, you know? Well, technically, so Ned, I mean, this is a stretch, but Ned Stark's sword was named ice and it was melted down to make two more uh, Valerian steel swords. So maybe, I don't know, maybe one of those swords kills her. Yeah. Well, I mean, um, again, this is, this is a different offshore book, but Sword or Dagger, minus 175. And this is a little bit odd because you can get her even better to um, survive on other places, but survives plus 150. I would lay it with Sword or Dagger. I think that John kills her. So I would go Sword, minus 175. Yeah, and I like Dagger too, because if Arya gets her, it's that same Dagger she got the Night King with. Yep. I love it. Uh, this is another good one. Method in which Jon Snow perishes. Survives, minus 250. Sword or dagger, plus 300. This is the one I would play if you're going to play it. Fire, 5 to 1. Axe, 6 to 1. Oh. Um, and there's a couple, I'm sorry, there's a couple more here. Hanging, 6 to uh, 1. Physical, 16 to 1. Arrow, 20 to 1. Takes his own life, 20 to 1. And poison, 25 to 1. But I didn't think they were really even worth mentioning. I mean, if you're going to bet it, I would, you'd bet fire, right? Because you yeah, think that it has to be Danny would kill him. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I agree. Um, I would go survives. I, I just don't think that he dies, but that's me. Method Tyrion dies. Survives minus 200. Fire three to one. Sword four to one. Axe six to one. Hanging ten to one. And on down through the line with physical force. Takes own life. Arrow and poison. If you want me to give those odds, I will. Is fire on there? Ooh, Tyrion fire plus 300. Oh, I take that. Yeah. I mean, it would make, you know, die the same way of his best friend, mm -hmm. you know, the, the episode before, you know, she executes him again. Yep. I can see that. Last couple, man. This is probably one of my favorite plus money props out there. If you're going to go with my theory, dragons killed final episode under 0.5 minus 300 over plus 200. I think the drag, I think John kills Danny and I think he kills the dragon and I will take that plus 200 all day long. What do you think? Will the dragon die? I would absolutely take the plus 200 because if Danny dies, 
I think, yeah, I think, uh, I, I, I definitely think that the, he could take out both Danny and the dragon. And then one of the theories I've heard that I like is maybe it ends with, uh, seeing that there's been some dragon eggs laid Ooh, to give a little the Sopranos. Yes. That does feel a little Sopranos, doesn't it? Yep. If it cuts to black right after that, for sure. Um, how many characters will the dragon kill? 0.5. Basically, will or will the dragon not kill somebody? Under minus three. Under minus three hundred. Over plus two hundred. Like that. Over. He's I killing over. somebody, right? Yeah. Why wouldn't he kill one more person? That seems uh, that seems crazy. He, I think I mean, that the the final episode maybe sets up as she's sitting in this ruined city, and there's no. We may if John doesn't kill the dragon, is there even a need for the dragon to be shown after the destruction caused? Yeah, but if she executes somebody, she's going to use that dragon. Yeah. And uh, there's definitely a lot of potential for her to execute people. Yeah. Will Brienne be seen in this final episode? Yes, minus 450. No, plus 275. I like yes, because we're going to see Sansa and uh, Brienne has sworn to always be by her side. So, I yes, I think so. I think that's a very, I think it's even a value bet at that price. Will Davos perish in final episode? No, minus 300. Yes, plus 200. I'd take yes. They all got to die, uh, right? Uh, I mean, I'm he's gonna, a good guy. No, because Tyr- what do you think the favor, right? now that I say that, what was the favor, Tyrion asked? Uh, I'm sorry, what was that? I said, it's will Davos per- uh, perish in the final episode? No, minus 300. Yes, plus 200. What do you think the favor that Tyrion asked of him when he said, um, I need a favor from you, and will that come oh. into play? Oh, I thought he already did the favor. The favor was to smuggle Jamie into the city. But was he ever shown smuggling Jamie into the city? No. You know that that's the favor? I don't even think he's paid, you know, paid that back, but I don't even think he's done the favor yet, truthfully. I think he smuggled, I think the favor was smuggling Jamie off Dragonstone. Don't you think um, they would have shown it? I think, yeah, sure. But then how did he get off Dragonstone? He, Tyrion unlocked him and he escaped. He ran away. Right, but isn't Dragonstone an island? I mean, he could have rode. Do we think that um, Davos was gone as long as Jaime? Or he only got him there and then came back in time? He was shown at the battle before that. I don't think that's possible. (laughs) I don't know. Um, I don't know what else the favor would be. I hadn't thought of that, but... So sure, I, you know, if I'm going to put money on it, I would definitely put money on him dying. One, he could die with Tyrion if Danny found out that he did smuggle him out of Dragonstone and helped Tyrion. Mm-hmm. Uh, two, I mean, he's been saying for, he's been talking about how he survived so many battles and he has absolutely like no uh, warrior cred. I mean, he, yeah. you know, he doesn't give himself any credit. He's, he's, you know, scraped by a lot. Like, I feel like he's, he's one that I would bet to die at this point. Uh, this is kind of the same thing. Will the dragon, weird that, um, let's just say this is betonline.ag. Will the, will, um, Dragon perish? This is kind of the same bet, which is why this is a little bit weird that it's the same, uh, or different odds. No minus 200. Yes. Plus 150. I would go the same way and say, yes, I think we already talked about that last couple. This to me is probably the, my favorite bet on the board and yeah, it's juiced. Um, so say what you want about me saying this, but this is my favorite bet of, of the whole series. Uh, will Gendry be seen in the final episode? Yes. Minus 300. 
that's my favorite bet of the whole series. No, plus 200. Look, there is going to be, in my estimation, as soon as you know that John is offered the throne, and as soon as you see that he says no, they are going to consider everyone, and Jenry's going to be brought up. What do you think? Yeah, There's no way Jenry's not shown in the final episode, in my opinion. I, I would, I mean, the safer bet is him showing up for sure. Yeah. Absolutely. I, I don't think he's, I don't think he's done yet. Uh, will ghost be seen? Yes. Minus 300. No plus 200. I like the, yes. I mean, I like the idea of John going back North and reuniting. So maybe, but God, they really seem to want to cut out those dire wolves. We barely saw any of them throughout the series. So Me- I mean, I know, that maybe that's bad. how the the dire wolf kills the dragon. Maybe is there was there was that is that considered physical force? I mean, how do you grade that if a dire wolf kills the dragon? Right? Ooh, I don't even know. If I, I don't understand how that could have. Yeah, I don't know. I I mean, they they seem to want to stay away from those dire wolves. So I don't know. That might be a stay away. Yeah, that's kind of that's pretty much everything out there, man. My God, we went off. We went over about what forty props there, and as this is kind of Super Bowl of TV landscaping, that there's going to be more out there. Um, if anyone sees anybody sees any prop we didn't go over that they really like, please send myself or Ryan a DM. Is is there anything? I mean, I think that's kind of all we can talk about, man. We, we went over kind of what we expect to see, what we what we both think. Anything else when we talk about? Let's talk about this series finale. Let's talk about this series as a whole, as the impact it will have. And um, to me, the biggest takeaway that I have gotten from the show is when it comes to gamblers, I have never, even more than a show like Billions, which you know I hold in the highest of regards of all time, and even more than Game of Thrones, there has never been a show that has captivated gamblers. One, because you can bet on it. And two, even if you couldn't before that, that has kind of captivated that same type of audience um, is my biggest takeaway uh, from this. What do you think? Oh, I couldn't. Yeah, I can um, say it better myself. Like, I, I don't see, at least for a very long time, another show being able to captivate an audience of this size to where it's must see tv on the night that it airs you know with everything being released as you know as in seasons with binging and everybody kind of watching it at their own pace i don't know man i mean uh i would love to i would love it if another show would come along that would have the same effect because it's Do you so think the fun. prequel of the same effect i sure hope so but <laughs> it's gonna be really hard especially if this Especially if this series ends on a kind of Sopranos want want, and people feel a little like down on it, then I, I don't know. It might it might be tough to. I'm sure people will still watch it. I don't know if the same magnitude people watch it. Yeah. Biggest takeaway is that your big. You know, what is your biggest takeaway from the show? From not not even talking about everyone else, but you personally, as, as somebody that's been in the entertainment industry, worked on television shows, pretty much for at least a very long while um, as you've kind of, you know, come up through this industry impact of this show. Is this the, I mean, again, people are going to have different tastes, right? I, I hold billions in a different regard for different reasons, but I'm not blind or ignorant to the fact of what this show has been able to do. The biggest budgets, the biggest returns. Um, what is this show's legacy? <sighs> I mean, I will say that I still feel like I'm a bit, in shell shock from the last episode and just the season in general, I don't have a good perspective on it. Yep. Um, however, this show will be remembered as 
the show that pushed television budgets to new levels and new grandeur than anybody ever thought possible before. Um, I don't see it stopping either. With the arms race to uh, develop content between Netflix and Disney is going to have its own streaming service and um, and HBO still is going to want to keep pace with everybody. I think we're just going to keep seeing bigger and better series. I mean, I hope I hope we get something better than Game of Thrones, but it's going to be really hard. What type of genre is it going to be? Because this is so funny, man, right? Let, let's, for the last couple of minutes here, as we break this down, this is everything that the, let's say, cool, hip, millennial generation hates, the Harry Potter, the Lord of the Rings, yet somehow the show was able to get every single gambler on board and God bless offshore odds makers for hanging this and combining the two worlds. I'm sure that this handle for this final episode will be their uh, biggest of a novelty prop in a very long time, I would assume. Um, you know, so props to them for for getting that crowd who they saw loved this product and loved this show. But, you know, kind of what do you... What genre or what would, you know, be the next step to take, get that gambling crowd into a show like this? That's a very good. I mean, you certainly know the mentality of gamblers better than I do. Um, but yeah, I mean, it would have I would to have, be- if when you put it like that and you say that to me, I would have put billions tenfold above this. But I, or when it comes to gambling, right? Gamble on X, gamble on whatever. But the the reason that they've been able to be so successful is there's, you know, most of the time, I, I know I, I tweeted this out that how do you, how, how would you grade Cersei who killed Cersei? Uh, Jamie was the prophesized killer of Cersei for a very long time, most people believe. I believe Jamie did kill Cersei. I know that it was by the hand of the castle crumbling, which you could say was Danny, yet. Technically, it was the dragon. I would say that Jamie led her to her death and the prophecy was fulfilled. So it, most of these things are very abstract, but there's at least, you know, uh, most of the time when you're talking about living or dying, it's it's kind of cut and dry, you know? Right. Right. So are you saying that... Be, okay, so to go oh. back to the question you asked, like you saying because billions hasn't been able to captivate gamblers the same way, but game of Thrones did it because of, they had a, a formula to make things win or loss. You know, what would you yeah, gamble on, right. on billions or return on a, a fictional star? You know, it's very, uh, almost documentary, you know, fake documentary or fake reality show, but it's very, the process and everything, the mindset of that type of stuff, this is more cut and dry. And I think that that's the key as to why it's been able to captivate people who love the show. But my fascination is, is really the genre that they chose, which is think about it. It's literally Harry Potter mixed with Lord of the Rings, mixed with magic, mixed with everything else, which is everything that rational kind of this new, you know, people kind of tend to look at as quote unquote nerdy or whatever, you know? Yeah, totally. Um, I, I agree with that, but I, I couldn't you see like a, some kind of, gritty like mob uh some kind of gritty, like, in the works as well that will be out too where Maybe that's it's it. like it's it's the same kind of like uh it's the same kind of struggle for power and people betting on who gets whacked next and stuff like that 
Yeah, well, the Sopranos prequel is being filmed and will be out what in the next within the next year or two. I, I forget when the the launch date is, but I know it's being filmed now. So maybe that that one is the next one. You know? Yeah, it could totally be. My man, anything else when we talk about the show gambling? Otherwise, uh, anything that you want to kind of bring up as the editor of SportsGamblingPodcast.com in the written side? Anything in the world you want to talk about? I want to give you the floor. Um, been so gracious to come on. I know you so, such a busy schedule, working the late late show, working SGP.com. Again, find him on Twitter at Ryan McKee for all of his amazing work that you probably even don't even see behind the scenes uh, for everything he does for SGP, SGPN, myself, and and everyone else included. Man, anything else you want to talk about? Uh, I mean, thank you so much for having me. I uh, love being on the show and talking Game of Thrones. I will say, uh, everybody go check out sportsgamblingpodcast.com. It, we've been putting a ton of work into it. We have a, a lot of really great content, everything, uh, from horse racing to, uh, baseball to you writing some really interesting stuff about just, uh, gambling lifestyle and getting, uh, being a professional gambler. Um, I think we were really headed in the right direction. Join our Slack channel, slack.sportsgamblingpodcast.com. Uh, get in the Slack channel. Ask, you can get in with all of our contributors, uh, ask any questions you want, throw out any odds you want, and you know somebody's bound to talk to you about it. Uh, we're really trying to get that going, and um, yeah, I'm really looking to, forward to a fun summer of uh, more gambling content. Could not echo those sentiments more. Lastly, best bet, what do you think is your favorite bet when we talked about all these Game of Thrones odds? Ooh. Are you on the spot there? Um... I mean, you generally do appear. I, like, I, 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 I really feel like I really feel like the one that seems like the surest bet is we'll see Brienne, and that was a plus one twenty five or something. What was no, that? No, I think it was like minus three, minus four. I got to pull it back up, but whatever it is, again, I, I think that my minus three hundred is. You know, like I said, value, and I think that on on something like this, you flap at it and you take that if that's the only bet you're going to place. But I, I I really agree. She's her guardian, right? She's a guardian. There's no way she doesn't show up. I don't think the last time we see Brienne is her just crying with Jamie leaving. Yeah, I agree, man. Again, follow him on Twitter at the Ryan McKee M C K E E. Again, editor of SportsGamblingPodcast.com, Late Late Show, everything he does behind the scenes, not at the forefront, uh, but definitely one of the backbones of SGP, man. So can't thank you enough. I know I kept you way too long on talking about Game of Thrones, but I could do it all day because I just find it fascinating on so many different levels, man. So I cannot thank you enough for everything. Well, thank you. I'm happy to do it. And uh, yeah, anytime. All right. We'll talk soon. Can't thank McKee enough for coming on and talking shop about the Super Bowl amount of props being offered for the biggest night in television history. And as always, remember, if you like some of these props, you want to tell some of them you don't. Where you're betting is just as important as what you're betting on. That's why I always tell people to go to mybookie.ag. Mybookie.ag has been in business for years, rep rock solid, and they do big cash bonuses. So off the bat, you're making money for doing nothing. As always, promo code SGP50 will get you a 50% deposit bonus today mybookie.ag. You play, you win, you get paid. And we're brought to you by Amazon. Go get yourself some of that Inside Vegas merch. Support the podcast, support SGPN, SGP. 
We have college experience up there inside Vegas and the patented SGP Shield. You're already shopping there. Help support the podcast the same way. Go to sportsgamingpodcast.com slash Amazon. Bookmark that link and use it every time you shop today. Mm-hmm.